Happy holidays. Okay. Don't think Jocelyn, what are you talking about? It's still warm outside. I know, but guess what? We want to get you uber prepared for this holiday season because what we want is that you can get consistent sales, right? Have steady growth and keep growing your business beyond always having to offer a discount during the holiday season to drive sales. So if you want to get prepared while it's still warm outside, you can jump in and grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount. And it is a bundle of content prompts, tools, hashtags, and templates. And it includes a three-month calendar with things to say every single day from October to December. It is so helpful. So go out, enjoy the sunshine, and feel uber prepared for the holiday season when you grab yours now. Just head to holidaycontentideas.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my successful co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. I thought you were going to say full-time. Ooh, full-time co-host? Am I full-time? I would say I'm (laughs) overtime. My underpaid, (laughs) working all hours of the day, co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Always on call, Mina Kunlosita. (laughs) I mean, so, I mean, it's perfect lead into the idea here that we really wanted to bring to you because we know so many of you out there, our listeners, our students are working a full-time job somewhere else. You have a job. I mean, I mean we some... know you're in your office right now with an earbud in. <laughs> Don't tell the bus that you're currently listening, but you know, um, so we know that you're working. A lot of you are working for somebody else but your dream might be to go from having this side hustle product-based business on the side to making it your full-time business and leaving your full-time job, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's an ideal scenario versus we know a lot of people where their hand was forced into full-timeness because they were laid off or, you know, the pandemic happened or whatever else happened. But I remember when I used to be, I used to do overflow work for ad agencies and I used to listen to podcasts and it was a way for me to like literally get an education, I felt like, you know, and um, it was great. So I think that in a deal scenario, if you're listening with an earbud in at, you know, some other work that you're doing simultaneously while you're listening to us, it's like the best of both worlds right now. Your boss might not think so, but we think so. (laughs) I mean, still do your work, please. But you know, you can definitely multitask. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about some success strategies that you could use right now from going from side hustle to full-time business. We're going to share some stories of our multi-stream machine students that we know have done this as well, whether it was forced or not forced into being a full-time product boss. And I do want to say, I've had my consulting business where I help startup fashion brands. So I've started over a thousand startup fashion apparel and accessory brands since 2007. And I started it during the last recession. 
Mm-hmm. Now I was 26 and naive and had no idea what a recession was and was like, I'm going to start my own business. And, you know, it just happened to fall on the same year. But I had the most tremendous growth as a new business because left and right, I was getting clients that were getting laid off. One of my very, very first clients was an accountant who was laid off from her job as an accountant. It was a recession. It was the housing you know, crash and all the things. So people were being laid off. And um, she needed another way to generate income. Now she was smart. She had a nest egg. She had saved. Her husband still had his job. But she needed a way to make money and to feel purposeful. And it was that, that like pivot in life, like a little life quake, as they call it, that kind of shifted her out of what she was typically doing and forced her into thinking of some other way. And so she started her own clothing line at that point, Mm -hmm. right? So in this time of uncertainty or in this time of, you know, shifts in the economy and things just happening, this is the time we're going to see a lot of growth. This is the time we're going to see you as a small business owner be able to come up and innovate and replace the bigger businesses that can't sustain. Yeah, there'll be a lot of small business uh, small businesses that will be born during this time. For me also when I got into low labels, the whole reason why I started my product business, you know, was it did start off as a side hustle when you think about side hustles in the way that they are. My full-time job was as a um like a contract graphic designer if I had to put a name to it, right? I had a roster of clients. I was overworked, burnt out, getting paid really, really well, but I had, you know, a baby, a Bruin in my belly. And I had knew I had nine months to do something else, or I would be stuck doing annual reports at 11 PM at night with two kids at this time that would have been, and I was not going to do it. So that was what really lit a fire in me of knowing I wanted to go from side hustle product person. At that time, I was doing private label like products on Amazon. I had written my own book. I I knew I wanted something tangible in the world. I knew I could figure it out. I just didn't know what it was yet. I, I had also... Um, sold things on like flash deal sites. And I had also sold on Etsy and I had done scrapbooking events and all these different things. So I had sold products. I just wasn't sure like what my product I was going to start with like a full-fledged business. And so I had all these skill sets, all this know-how from side hustling, I guess you could say, you know, doing all these cash injections um, on top of the fact that I was doing um, like graphic design work essentially for um, commercial banks and that sort of thing. So, um, and real estate companies and ad agencies and all those things. So I was doing that. I would say that would be considered my quote unquote full-time job, though I was not an employee. And then the side hustle part was I was starting to see all these things that were happening in the Amazon sphere. And I wanted to do something that was more than importing private labeling and selling on Amazon. And that's when I started to figure things out and be like, oh, I can create my own product. What is it going to look like? And oh my gosh, I'm having my second baby. And what do I need to do now? That was kind of the scenario that was happening in my head. Nothing sets a timeline and a fire under someone's booty 
like a baby of Bruin, as you said. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you are limited Literally on Literally growing a human. <laughs> so it's going to come out and demand things of you. <laughs> you cannot push it out or push it off on your timeline. No. And so different scenarios. But I do think that this has always been as women, as, you know, contributors to the world and our families and everything, that this conversation comes up in our minds a lot. How do I go from side hustle to full time? And what does that look like? So yeah. this is um, a way for us to kind of no enter this conversation. No matter what stage of business you're at, mm -hmm. no matter how long you've been doing this business, I know people who have been side hustling for 10 years, right? Yeah. On weekends, they do craft shows. And during the week, they're teachers. So the thing is, is this can be, it's not within a time frame, but it's that idea. If you want to have a full-time business that contributes to your life, to your family, the way that Mina, when she was thinking about this, I'm sure at that point you weren't like, how is this going to, you know, how am I going to put money away for my kids in college? I couldn't see it yet, you know? Yeah. But now you're able to create college funds for your children based on your product-based business. And we know and that that's that possible. That same baby that was a Bruin is now in second grade. And it's going to go to college <laughs> on some of the money made. Yes. <laughs> and we want that for you, right? But it's not going to happen fast. So you want to start this. Well, one, really quick. If you could do us a favor, if you haven't done so already, would you mind just pausing for a sec and subscribing and following this podcast? It's uh, it's awesome. It helps us. And it will also help you know when we drop new episodes like this one. And if you find that this episode sounds really helpful or you'd love to share it with someone else that you know that's currently also got an earbud in at work, dreaming of another life and lifestyle, but right now they're working for the quote unquote man, um, send them. The man. <laughs> working for the what? man. Okay. Okay. Was that outdated? Am I aging myself over here? Um, no, no. If you text it out, it's the man. <laughs> text it out. So share it with them as well. I mean, maybe this will inspire them also. And we're going to share with you now some strategies that you can start to put in place. So I want to start with just telling you that this is what we're going to go over and this is what it's going to take. It's going mm -hmm. to take hard work, time, money, patience, and knowledge. Okay. It's going to take all of these Maybe blood, sweat, and tears a little bit as well, but that hard work, time, money, patience, and knowledge. And we're going to break it down for you. Um, so we've done this ourselves. We've seen our students do this. We've seen our students in multi-stream machine go from side hustlers to full-time product-based business owners to being the boss of their business, making a ton of money, going on vacations and living their best lives. And we want this for you as well. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, anything, everything you do will require hard work, in, in my opinion. You know, mm -hmm. like if it, it's also very rewarding, but those same children that were a lot of hard work still are, are very rewarding too. So <laughs> the first part of, you know, thinking about, okay, can I ever go from side hustle to full-time business is knowing what amount of money, how much you need to make you feel comfortable to leave your job in order to focus on your side hustle versus into a full-time. So yeah. what amount of money? So lots of times this conversation has happens differently. Sometimes people are forced into making that big leap into entrepreneurship because they've been laid off or they've always had this idea of brewing or whatever it is. Or they sit down with their spouse and say, hey, I really want to go full time. And this is, I really need you to cover these expenses and let's figure out the amount of money. That's really, it becomes a conversation, but also um, a, a level where the whole household is comfortable with it, right? That you know, okay, this is the path this is the plan and let's, let's do this together sort of scenario. 
Yeah. So how does, what does that mean? Right. How do you know how much to make you feel comfortable to leave your full-time job? Sometimes that might be replacing your income. Like it might be replacing your salary. So if if you you have a very high salary, it's going to take a lot more time. (laughs) Yeah. We've, we've heard people before that have been like, I want to leave my full time and I want to make $300,000 off the bat. Well, don't we all? Right. Mm-hmm. That might That's not what be. I thought that I was going to be making out of college. Let me tell you. You did? Oh, you had high. I <laughs> no, was 30,000. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, I really, I, you know how like you have these dreams, you're so young and naive and you're like, I, if I can make this amount of money, like at that time I was like $50,000 felt like a whole big chunk of money or a hundred thousand probably nowadays, you know, like whatever that amount is, it feels like such a big dream mm-hmm. that, but in, and in, in my day and age, in my day and age as a grandma, <laughs> um, when it was really like a starting base salary is like $30,000. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 30. And then I, my friends that got paid a lot, they went and worked at Abercrombie and Fitch. They were making like 45000 to fifty, And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And they're living in Ohio. They are loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Probably at that time. They had like, it was their apartments were like $400. It was unbelievable. And I was like, oh, I was in LA and Florida trying to figure this out. But let's just back up a bit. Let's back this truck up really fast and say, what is that amount of money that would make you feel comfortable? This is not a, you know, best life scenario initially, because remember, you need patience and hard work and the time to build your business into whatever you want to be. But, you know, a lot of people say, I'd like to make $40,000. That's, I think, 40, 45,000 is probably an average amount of money that people feel like if I was able to bring that home, then I would feel comfortable slipping into a full-time product business owner. So if you are thinking about going full-time, we need you to set that number. This is a a key component, having that target that you're going to work towards to say, when I get there, that is when I'm going to go full-time product boss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then it also, because Jacqueline had mentioned that this will take hard work and everything, when you become an entrepreneur, it does, it's not all rainbow and sunshine, not from the get-go or, you know, for a while, because there's, there's ups and downs. So for you to be making consistent money takes a bit of time. She's takes pulling out the TI-82 Yeah, I am. Cal- I got to do the math on 40 divided by 12. <laughs> and I want to be accurate here. So it's $3,333. $3,333. Okay. So um, that is kind of... Let's raise it to $3,400. Okay, $3,400. So, um, you know... When Jacqueline and I talk about businesses and from the get-go making $1,000 or we fully believe that you can totally make $2,000 bare minimum from your business. I mean, anybody who puts an amount of effort in. So I feel like $3,400 seems super doable in my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It takes work, right, though. It takes things to do. So here I want to share a story of a multi-stream machine student that went from from a full-time physical therapist to a full-time product boss. And this is Sarah Wagner of Heartland Lettering. We've shared her story a lot, but what had happened is when we were working with her, she was one of our very first multi-stream machine students. She was one of the very first people in our masterminds. She had told us that I'm a full-time you know, physical therapist. I have a young child. Um, I want to leave being a physical therapist and I want to be full-time product boss. I've got this exit strategy, right? She had the timeline. She had the amount of money she needed to generate. I think at that point she was making on average $2,000 a month right? Per um, month on her products. She was selling on Etsy. So in order to kind of come up with that and that number, now she had her number set. 
She didn't set her timeline, which is what we're going to get to next. But she didn't actually get to set her timeline because she was actually laid off from Mm -hmm. her job. She did set her timeline. If I remember correctly, it was like September, but she was laid off. In July, Here's the plot twist in June. It was like, is summertime. And she um, was not ready. Six months early. Yeah. (laughs) She didn't have like the comfortable part where she was thinking, you know, this is where I want to get. We don't always have the luxury. Like they always say like, you make plans and God laughs at them. We can create all these plans, but she was working to even as it. an employee, right? In her scenario. Yeah. So the idea here though is how much would it make you feel comfortable to leave that job? Now I will tell you, Sarah could have felt high and dry and been like, oh my goodness, I have to go get another physical therapy job. I need to mm-hmm. jump back in. I need I'm to start I'm sure doing she work. did think that at first though, because you know, this was four to six months before, she, you know, like September to by the end of the year that she wanted to be out of that full-time job. And then it was like, oh my gosh, now what do I do? You know, it's like that response initially. So you know what she did? Because we say that it's going to take knowledge and it's going to take patience. It's going to take time and it's going to take money. So Sarah could have said, I don't have my job anymore, which is a great job. And I, I'm going to hold up on, I'm, I'm not going to spend any money. And I'm just going to try and keep selling all the things I sell on Etsy. And I'm going to keep trying to do it the way I'm doing it. But what Sarah actually did instead was, she invested a couple thousand dollars into herself for knowledge. So she decided that at that point, she had no other choice but to look straight down at her path as a full-time product-based business and say, how do I get, how do I become profitable? How do I hit $3,500, $5,000 a month, $10,000 a month as fast as humanly possible because I have a limited amount of time to do that. So how did Sarah do that? She signed up for multi-stream machines. She spent money that she didn't necessarily feel comfortable spending initially. She put in the time to work full-time on her side hustle. She took what she learned, which was taking her best sellers, narrowing down on what she sold instead of making more. She learned this inside of the course. Um, She scaled onto a new sales platform with her best sellers, not with all the things. She worked on partnerships. And Sarah makes $30,000 to $40,000 a year now. I mean, sorry, sorry, $30,000 to $40,000 a month now, two years later. But what she did initially in those first few months, by the time it was September when she was supposed to leave her full-time job, I think she jumped from $2,000 to, she went to like $4,500 to like $10,000 a month in that six-month six period. But she would not have done that had she not focused and reinvested in herself and spent the time and did the hard work to get there faster. Well, she would have taken more time is the thing because when mm-hmm. you are left with what do I do and you're le- you think, "Oh, I know, I have time." So what she did instead of <clears throat> using the full time to figure it out on her own to see what happens to, you know, respond to it, she acted very quickly. You know, the action takers are the money makers here, right? So she took money, she invested in it. She really improved and took the strategies from Multi-Stream Machine and applied it towards Etsy, as well as knowing what she was going to do on Amazon. So there was like a, you know, testing out her skill set sort of thing too, right? None of it had to do with physical therapy anymore. But the thing is, is that she was like, okay, now I have to know what my skill sets are for being a product boss. And what does that look like? And what knowledge do I have? Because like Jacqueline said, it takes hard work, time, money, patience, and knowledge. And she really leaned into the knowledge part of it. And I think for those of us that are, you know, deep down entrepreneurs, we are lifelong learners. We are creative problem solvers. And that really is, yeah, you need to be. And 
And um, that's really what Sarah did. Luckily, she did have a somewhat of an exit plan already in mind. The timeline was just completely thrown off. There was the added emotion of that as well. So it kind of derailed her for a minute. But then she got on track and figured out what she needed to do. So that brings us to our second point in the, in the success strategy is that you need to set a timeline for hitting that revenue goal and doing that and having patience and doing the hard work. Exactly what Sarah did, right? So if Sarah knew that she needed to make from 2000, she needed to make $3,400 a month to leave by September, then, then she set that timeline that September, I'm going to work towards driving my revenue to X amount per month so that I can feel comfortable to leave my full-time job, right? To go full-time product boss. So that's something that you all have to do too, is thinking about what is that timeline? I know Rachel Dunn of Rachel Dunn Jewelry. She's been on the podcast. She works full-time. I don't know. She's always kind of dreamt about leaving it and becoming a full-time product boss. She talks about it loosely. Yeah, for sure. But it wasn't, I don't think that she had a plan until she proved that her business could generate the revenue, right? She does handmade gemstone jewelry. So when when she signed up for multi-stream machine, she started to develop that confidence, right? She started to develop the confidence in being able to sell more of her products to be able to generate the revenue. And, you know, do you know the exact number? She went from X to X. Um, I know that what amount she made last uh, was like, was it? 58,000? Yeah, 58,600, something like that. <laughs> She's very super accurate um, in telling us these numbers. I thought it was 58, 48, 58, 50, somewhere around the 50s. Yeah, somewhere but, around the 50s. So that's double that $2,000 a month, right? Because $2,000 a month would be 24 grand a year. So to double that, right? Let's say she averaged $4,000 a month. Now she's not ready to leave her full-time job yet. But that is side hustle money too, because That's she's still working full-time. Yeah. Yeah. And she has um, a, a son with special needs that she has to spend a lot of time with. So she might need a little bit more cushion, a little bit more comfort in her business, right. Right? a little bit more profitability. So her timeline might be longer. Well, now that we're going to check in with her in the next um, few weeks and she'll be on the podcast, um, about where she's at now, but her goal in this next year was going from around fifty thousand to her first six figures to a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Right. She has and a when timeline. we're speaking here, we're talking revenue. And we're not talking profit. So a lot of the times you're building and building and building your profit. Right. So that snowball that you're building and how much more profit could I be making? So for example, for her, you know, revenue minus your expenses is your profit. So keep in mind that you know this three thousand. $3,400 is if you need that amount, that that is after you took out the expenses of your business, the cost of goods and everything. So um, that is really understanding those numbers. That's why Jacqueline said it does take time because a lot of times you're not going to just instantly replace your income, especially if you're making a really big income, but you're bringing in the time so you could commit to it fully to make even more revenue, but making sure you're profitable too. So Mina and I were just talking about how some people in our community are having trouble figuring out how to price their products so they can actually make a profit. And if this is you, I want to tell you, you're not alone. So just imagine what it could be like if you were 100% confident in your pricing and you can sell your products on any platform without worrying about offering a discount, losing money, or burning out. That's why we're so excited to bring you the Pricing Your Products for Profit system. This is your key to pricing your products correctly for multiple 
multiple platforms so that you can take what you do from an expensive hobby to a profitable business. So inside, we will walk you through step-by-step in the Pricing Your Products for Profit System workshop and the Pricing for Profit formula. You also get the Pricing Mindset Training and the Pricing Questions Bank to get all your burning questions answered. And right now you can get the two workshops, this incredible system and formula for just $17. Yeah, I said just $17. So head to theproductboss.com slash pricing to get instant access for the win. Yeah. So what did Sarah and Rachel do, right? So the third thing about being successful to transition is to buy back your time. Okay, we said it's going to take time and money and it takes both. So first it's going to be about, about buying back your time. So the first way you might do this is to buy back your time with delegation at home potentially, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of you, we tell you that you should hire, but you might be like, I'm not driving enough revenue. My business isn't profitable. I can't hire. Because if you could and you were at your full-time job and someone else could be shipping your, your po- products or making your products while you're at work, you're kind of duplicating yourself, right? You're able to scale your business while you're working. But the other way to do this, to get more time, right? Because I know a lot of you work all day, come home at night, you try and squeeze in the hours of your family or your very important people. And then you try and make the products and do all the things you need to do. And the weekends are taken up and there's all this time that's taken up. Well, what can you start to take off your plate? And one of those things might be by delegating to others. And start first and foremost with things that you should not be doing. So for example doing the dishes or doing laundry or, or the things that are easy to delegate, start with those like at the house. You know, this is one of the things like when, you, let's say Sarah, when she first got laid off, I actually don't know if this is true in her case. I'm just giving a scenario that she could have been like, I'm going to take away daycare. I'm going to, um, you know, all these things that we think that, oh, okay, now that I have less income coming in. Yes, this is true. Like meaning but- not send her kid to daycare, like not spend money on daycare. Right, right. And that's what our initial response usually is. But how can she simply make more money to afford herself buying back the time, like what you were talking about, right? Because that really is like what she needs is the time, you know, her own time to work on the business, but she really needs to drive the revenue as well. So it's worth paying for daycare. It's worth paying for someone to watch your kid if possible while you're growing. Because remember, you have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of money right? You have only a certain amount of time until the money runs out. So if you have to get things going in the next six months, year, 18 months, then can you double down, do the hard work, pay for some help, like have your kid in daycare. I I know I did this with my youngest. I, my son had gone to daycare at an older age, but we were growing the product boss actually. And we still have our other businesses. I know we still have them. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember my business coach had said to me, put her in daycare and pay for the extended hours. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a horrible mother. Like I'm sending her, you know, 18 months to daycare. But she's like, you will not be able to grow this business with a child at home or only having three hours a day to get all this work done. And it's true. And now I'm able to spend amazing time. And I was able to spend time with my kids on the weekends because I could do the work during the day. Yeah. So I think buy back your time with delegation, Instacart, so you no longer have to run out and buy your own groceries, right? DoorDash, you no longer have to make your own meals. I know it sounds privileged and that you need money. Like it sounds expensive, but how could you replace that time with doing work on your business? Yeah. And the reason why I brought up like keeping the in mind that you'll have the same sort of expenses, not like cutting out daycare and things like that is because 
you don't need to skew the numbers, I guess. So for example, if you're setting a, you know, oh, I only need to make $10,000 for the entire year, you won't be able to live off of $10,000, okay? So if you truly wanna go full-time, keep in mind that you're going to be writing down like all the expenses, personal, all the expenses for business. And I would love for you to like feel comfortable with the most amount of money, like over amount, overshoot, and then delegate where you need to. Because then, you know, even if you don't end up doing daycare on all the days, I do remember that you didn't, you didn't put your, uh, put, um, was it Willa at the time? Yeah, it was Willa. It was Willa and Layla. We had certain days that we only put them in daycare. We started off with certain specific days. It wasn't like all the time. So and those were I know we a lot of down on work. Right, right. And we just did more in the time that we are away from them than and then we got to live our lives when we were with them, you know, like we were getting to be with them or whatever. This was back when the product boss wasn't as big, but now it has a big team, for example. This is when the product different. boss was only on quote unquote Fridays. <laughs> yes, yes. It started really worked on it Mondays and then Fridays and all these things. Yeah. But I just want you to keep in mind that the numbers will be the numbers and you can figure out, okay, how much do I need right now? How much time do I want to be spending with my kids? Because that's another full-time job, to be honest. Oh. You know? So oh, it's an all the time job. <laughs> yeah. So so going yeah. back to buying back your time, right? With delegation. The other thing we want you to think about is buy back your time with knowledge. Yeah. So the same way that we shared with you that Sarah could have just tightened her belt and been like, I've been laid off. I don't have the money to spend. I'm going to bring my daughter home. I'm not going to, you know, invest in myself and learning. Then, then she would have basically been stunting her own growth. It does take money and it does take time to grow. So what we want to invite you to it takes think knowledge about, at least knowledge. Yeah. We want you to think about how can I invest right in knowledge to shortcut my learning curve and have a proven path to success. So what can you do? I'll tell you one thing you're doing right now is you're investing your time by listening to this podcast, right? Yeah. That is, this is education that is free that you're like, okay, I need to know these steps to, to get there. Then in a, what other ways can you do this? I know that, you know, Sarah and um, Rachel, they invested in multi-stream machine, maybe at a time that they didn't mm -hmm. feel like they had so the cash flow. So I'll tell you the route that most people take. They're like, okay, I'm going to save myself money and not pay for the knowledge. Oh, I will just use Google. I'll just use YouTube. I'll just um, listen podcasts. to free podcasts. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? That is jumbled up knowledge. It is overwhelming knowledge. It's not a clear path knowledge. So a lot of people will do that and they'll think, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. I feel overwhelmed. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to duct tape it together with YouTube videos and with, um, you know, Google and, you know, free podcasts. And it is a plethora of resources out there. We know this, but there comes a time when there's like this tipping point of too much consumption, too much input, too much of so many things that you, and they're all out of order. Everything's jumbled. Everything's unclear. Yeah. You so, feel like you have to be doing all the things and then therefore you almost right. do nothing. And almost always everything's out of order for like, if you were trying to like Google your way through something, they're not going to tell you the step-by-step. -step. They're not going to tell you the clear path. They're not going to tell you what to avoid. $2,000 a month to $3,400 a month in the next six months. I don't, unless we write that blog, I don't know that it's out there. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there are definitely amazing resources out there now in this time more than ever. But I will tell you that when you pay for something like multi-stream machine or whatever course or whatever thing that is out there that you want to invest in, it is a difference of having a clear plan. 
you're paying for something. And that is usually what you're paying for is the order of the knowledge as well as the clear the the clarity. You're paying for the clarity. Yeah. It's a little bit like, <clears throat> let's say you go on a vacation to a foreign country and you're like, I'm just going to wander the streets and see what I find. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you may, you'll experience, you'll experience it in all sorts of ways. You might get lost. You might miss out on some like major, you know, place you want to go visit. You might have to ask a lot of questions. It's going to take you longer. You're not going to hit up all the cool spots. But let's say instead that you invested in a tour guide and that tour guide knew the exact experience you want to have. And that tour guide took you around, held your hand and guided you through that entire city. And told you where not to go. Where not to go. And the best place for tea and the best place for whatever it is. I'm imagining myself when I was in Japan and you, you experienced it and you got to experience it in a short amount of time without wasted time and have the best possible result at the end, which was like an incredible experience. You can do it the hard way and you will still have an experience and you will still see the city or you can pay for a tour guide or at least a self-guided map, right? That's going to tell you hit up these places and you will have that full experience. And that's what I think, you know, when you're thinking about investing, when money feels tight, that is the time you need to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. When you feel like you don't have the money to spend, that is, um, uh, who said this? Um, hey Mavens. Um, Annika of Hey Mavens always says during multi-stream machine launches, she's always like, if you feel like this investment into multi-stream machine is too much for you right now, you need it more than anyone. Because we fully believe that you should be able to make $2,000 a month and that investing in, in education, courses, masterminds, group coaching, whatever it is that you need to make yourself more successful should start to feel easier. But you can't, yeah. it's harder to get there on your own. It is. And some of the mo- the best money that I've ever spent has been on courses, you know, or they've been on basically reinvesting into myself because I'm naturally good at making money. Like I, I pride myself on that. You know, I'm a hard worker, a first generation American. So are you built something from nothing. I have that skill set of being like, I can dream really big and I can create something from nothing. And I will tell you that one of my best things that I ever, that comes easy to me is investing in education. I mean, I have my MBA, all those things, and those are degrees and everything, but I also pay for courses. I also pay for courses for our, you know, we pay for courses for our team. We read books, we listen to podcasts. We do a lot of things that have to do with like building our skill sets and our muscle of making money, understanding how the world works, understanding how customer um, tr- customer purchasing um, trends work and all these different things. And then we bring them to you, you know? And I think that that is something when, when you learn that you can shorten the learning curve, that's the best money spent, you know? And the more money you spend, it might start with like buying a book or it might start with, you know, a mini course that would lead to a bigger course. And, um, or, and then a mastermind or group coaching or whatever ends up being. But I do think that people who invest in themselves tend to be the more successful ones because they know that they have control over like how much they're putting into it and they can shorten the time it takes them to figure out what they need to figure out, not on their own, but, but, but by, um, by things that other people have already done before them. Yeah. So here's the fourth thing, the success strategy that I want to bring up and kind of actually shift our mindset from courses a little bit. Okay. So commitment, that's the fourth success strategy is having commitment to this goal you're setting out. 
commitment, like hands down, I'm going to make this work. And what it's going to take is patience, hard work, and a bit of hustle, but it will pay off. Now, here's the biggest difference, right? Is that it'll pay off because you are not going to do it by yourself. When you're going to make this commitment, it's the same thing that like, um, some of us are self-motivated, other, others of us are not. So you're sometimes more committed to working out or sticking to a food program. This is why let's call it Weight Watchers did so well. People went to meetings in person. They had an accountability person. They, they tracked with them. They said like, what are your points? They went to meetings. They had um, a community around them to, to make sure that they stuck to their commitment. When you're trying to grow this business, right? You want to get this full time. You're, you're trying to go take this side hustle to a full time business. You need to have that commitment. And here's what I want to say from courses and whatnot. And I'm one of these people. We sign up for courses all the time and we may not get through them. Mina and I have signed up for a lot of courses and we've pulled a nugget out of one or the other. But the reason why I feel like courses sometimes are not as successful, we're very successful with our courses for our students, especially our mini courses. They're bite sized information that's easy to um, learn from and implement pretty quickly in your business. The biggest difference I think with multi-stream machine, which is our, we call it, it's our signature program is yes, it's a do-it-yourself course, but it is a program. And like what we said, when you have that roadmap, when you have that tour guide, the idea there is that if you commit to it, if you have patience and you do the work that it takes, but the reason it's a program is that it has a different path to profit for everybody. It has so the support not, too. Yeah. And it has a support and it has a community. People are like that community is worth more than the entire program. So when I, when you think about this and you think about how do you do this, you don't do it alone, right? You do it mm -hmm. with us. You do it with a community that's driving towards the same goals and you do it in, in a way that works for you and your business. And that's why we created this kind of do it yourself program with a different path to profit for everybody. That way you start and you work on operations in your business, you work on the systems, but then you get to pick where am I going to sell, right? How am I going to market this? What fits for me, my lifestyle, my business, the ways that I want to work. And so that's the difference between a course. It's like start at A, finish at Z, then go do it versus our program, which is why we've seen people have such success going from working for other people to becoming full-time successful and profitable product-based business owners. Yeah. The thing with it too, is that it's not only just giving you, you the knowledge as we spoke about in the, the previous point, but you know, when you start to think about being a part-time person going to full-time product boss, even you might not feel supported all the time in the right ways. Right. So even if your spouse is on board, I had the world's most supportive spouse, I think, you know, throughout my whole entire career as a as an entrepreneur, but there were he's still my spouse, right? He's trying to fix things or he's still trying to, you know, sometimes I just want to vent or whatever ends up being having support in a different way outside of your support from your husband or wife or partner or you outside of your friend sphere that's local to you you know, having a different area of support of fellow product-based business owners and product bosses is super important because they will understand on a whole different level than other people will be able to understand because they're going through it themselves, you know? And so um, it's just is so helpful because it will take 
commitment, like what Jacqueline was saying, but commitment and support through the hard times and the the great times. That's really what helps you sustain and enjoy your path there is finding the right community and finding the right support and feeling supported, you know, all the way around. Yeah. So I want to wrap this with one more story. So it's Krista, right? Mm-hmm. So Krista of Live True Healing, multi-stream machine student is now working with us in the accelerator, but she has been working. She was a full-time principal. Okay. Of a school. Of a of school. Principal. Okay. Big job, you know, top job, boss, boss over there. Now she's recently, and I know cause we've, we've kind of been in her orbit for the last few years since she became a student. And I remember meeting with her and she was like side hustle in her, like, I think she had like a she shed out back where her husband would come and she'd kind of do this as her side hustle. And she eventually left and went full-time product boss and left being a principal. Let me tell you, and let the me principal ask you. of her son's school. Of her son's school. How many people around her were like, wait, are you sure? Do you, you're, you're a principal. You sure you're you want to sell crystals? You're going to go sell <laughs> crystals full time and like replace this income. Like when you don't have that community around you mm-hmm. that, that believes in you and sees this potential and like this, this mindset and, and they don't have limiting beliefs that other people may have when you try and step out on your own and do something that entrepreneurship requires. Mm-hmm. But she had that support. And even community. if they were supportive or really positive for her, they aren't doing it themselves. So it's hard to relate, you know? Yeah. So in turn, then if we think about what she's done, right, she generated enough revenue that she was able to leave being a principal, right, through what she learned inside of Multistream Machine, full-time product boss. And then as she went through that program, she decided to join us inside the Accelerator, which is our five-month group coaching program that really is helping business owners get to their first six figures, right? Their first hundred thousand in revenue and a couple of their next or their next. And a couple of the things that she learned throughout all of this and in investing into her education and having a community be there for her as she was doing it and not doing it alone is that she, she just, do you have it pulled up still what she said? Um, I probably do. Hold on just a second. Oh, I do. Okay. So she said that she, um, I'm going to make this more of a nutshell. So she said that she had the highest ever experience um, revenue. Yeah, highest ever experience revenue. It was a big leap quitting my elementary school job. And then she talks about how that was huge and life-changing. Her sales has increased by thousands of dollars every month. And she said, even in our highest month, we are still making three to $4,000 more than they were already making before. So this whole experience of her, not only, you know, and I think that- the, But I wanted you to say the part where she looks at her family. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. She says, um, so I won't go through like the strategy. She said this concept that Mina shared at our coaching call, it was our largest night yet. Our viewers were hovering around 45 to 50, blah, blah, blah. Hold on, move, move, move. Okay, we hit a new high. And our family keeps looking at each other and saying, we did it. Yes. And I think that's the perfect way to wrap this episode because that's what we want for you. We want, it's going to feel scary. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take commitment. It's going to take time. It's going to take money and actually challenging yourself. It's going to take faith. faith, Challenging yourself to invest in yourself. But we want you to get to, and I have goosebumps as I'm thinking about her. We want you to get to this point where it's only been a year or two and she's looking at her family and they're saying, we did it. 
And that's just the beginning because she's a full-time product-based business owner now. She's no longer working as a principal. She runs her own schedule. They feel like mm -hmm. we've did it. They've done it. And she's going to keep doing it and keep growing. And that's what we want for you as well. So we want you to start out with that fact that it's possible and keep tuning in and keep working with us. And if there's, we have free workshops coming up, we've got a free challenge coming up. Make sure that you're on our email list, click the link in our show notes. Make sure that you're staying cued into the product bus because we've got so many different ways, free and paid, that we are gonna support you through the rest of the summer and through the fall and early winter. Mm -hmm. We're super excited. So we will see you in there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.